What comes to your mind when you think of shenanigans? Maybe you think of yourself when you were younger or perhaps some mischievous kids or maybe some irresponsible adults that you know. But did Wall Street come to your mind at all? If not, then you don't want to miss out on today's episode of the Retirement Income Show where we discuss the Wall Street shenanigan. Welcome to the Retirement Income Show, powered by the Retirement Income Source and brought to you by Stearns Retirement Group, hosted by David Stern. If you're one of the 70 plus million baby boomers within 10 to 15 years of retirement, this show was designed for you. The Retirement Income Show with your host, David Stearns. Welcome to the Retirement Income Show. I'm Dave Stearns and I'm here with my good buddy, Michael Easton. And together, we are your co-hosts for the Retirement Income Show, where this morning, we're going to define and talk about shenanigans, but not just any shenanigans, Michael. We're going to talk about Wall Street's shenanigans. Now, I looked up the definition of shenanigans because I know you're a CPA with a really clean nose, kind of a boring kind of guy. And that's you right. Probably, probably have never committed any shenanigans so i had to look oh my goodness of secret or dishonest activity or maneuvering isn't that interesting that that's what it talks about shenanigans kind of mischief if you will so maybe before we jump into wall street shenanigans while we're thinking about it michael have you had any shenanigans in your life when you were growing up well dave i have and i've had a few of them and in fact and one of them that just pops into my mind is this. You're old enough to remember those high school bleachers in the gym where they push right up against the wall, right? Yeah. They're the wood ones. Well, I was fairly athletic when I was a kid and I was a risk taker. So at the bottom of those bleachers was a uh, stack of, you know, those gym mats that you used to bounce on. Yeah. Well, I climbed up at the top and I was like, you know what? I could do a flip off of these things, oh my God. off of the bleachers and land on my feet on those mats. Well, I sure did, except I didn't think about the fact that it takes a little bit of reflex to do that. So I landed on my feet and my knee went straight into my chin and split <laughs> it wide open. And wouldn't you know it, my mom was standing right there. So we had to take a trip to the hospital. So that was one of my shenanigans. It was, you know, <laughs> silly, a little bit of mischief, but oh yeah, there was that confidence that I'm a risk taker and I can do it. Man, I would have never thought that dude would have grown up to be a CPA. Don't hold it against me though. <laughs> well, that's great. Maybe I'll save one of my shenanigans stories for later in the show, but. Oh, that's a great <laughs> teaser, Dave. You know, we're all going to hang on for that. That's right. Listeners don't go away. My shenanigan story is coming later, but. <laughs> You know, Michael and I, we really want to just talk about Wall Street's shenanigans. And so when we think about Wall Street shenanigans, I tell you, Michael, there's something that comes to my mind. And this is this concept that our prospects that come to see us for second opinions, our listeners, they know what I'm getting ready to say. They hear it over and over and over again. Wall Street seems to have one piece of advice for everyone, no matter what age and what stage they are. And that is, Michael, you know, it's a one-size-fits-all advice. You know what I'm thinking about? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's a tough thing to hear, but I mean, it's kind of a one-size-fits-all. You think about terms that they use, 
in Wall Street that they teach us in financial planning school, right? It's not about timing the market. It's about time in the market. You've probably heard that. I've heard that a lot. I mean, the thing that bothers me is it's like, what job did you or our listeners have where one piece of advice worked in all circumstances? Could you imagine that? I mean, but what happens is I've noticed that if we have someone in their 70s that's nervous about the market and they call in, and then if their child calls in in their 30s, they get the same piece of advice. You know, you're in it for the long haul, Michael. The market always comes back, you know? And so I think that's really shenanigans because the reality is, is Wall Street typically seems to not be able to understand what most of our listeners are facing. And that is life without a paycheck. Retirement is really, really different. And yeah, the market may always come back, but what age will you be when it does? Absolutely. And it's really kind of frustrating from the seat that we sit in because People don't know what they don't know. And one of the things that we try to help our listeners do is to plan responsibly and using common sense to plan for their retirements, not only as they approach retirement, but as they step in to retirement. Well, to my listeners here in Georgia, we're off to a great start. You know, what we're really going to be talking about is how to get rid of shenanigans in your investment situation in retirement. Well, it's going to take a lot of common sense to do that. And my co-host and good buddy, Michael Easton, has written a great book called Common Sense Income Strategies. Look, if you don't have a copy of this book, you want a copy of it. It's one of the best-selling books on Amazon. I've got limited copies today, 844-9-THE-WORD-REALLY. Again, 844-973-2559 to request Common Sense Income Strategies, and I'll get it FedExed out to you right away. Hey, welcome to the Retirement Income Show. I'm here with my friend, Michael Easton, and together we are co-hosting and having yet another fun time talking about today, Wall Street shenanigans and how to get rid of them in your retirement. Well, Dave, it is so true that when Wall Street generally talks about the investment strategies available to investors, whether they're consumers or even advisors, then they teach us that term. It's not about timing the market. It's about time in the market. But that's not the only ism that Wall Street uses, is it? They talk about the fact that the market always averages about 7 to 10% over any given 10-year period of time or so. And so it's better to stay in the market. And that could be true over a longer term period of time. But it's not always true, is it? No, it's not always true. You know, the market returns tend to come in clumps, right? I mean, if you and I are both runners and we tell our listeners we average 10 miles a week of running, they're going to picture me and you out there running every morning, trying to get to 10 miles a week. And what if they come to learn that I'm a couch potato and I don't run at all and you run 20 miles a week. And so, yeah, together your co-host, well, we average 10 miles a week, but it's very, very misleading. That's kind of a big deal in retirement because, you know, Michael, there was that little period of time from the year 2000 to 2013 when the market- little period of time. Yeah. Yeah. About that. More than a 10-year period of time where the market didn't average 7 to 10%. The market was basically flat. It took in 2000, it gave back. It took again in 08, 09, and it gave back and took to 2013 to break even. And if you retired at the end of the one of the greatest bull markets of the 80s and 90s, and you retired into 2000 thinking it was going to carry on, 
your first 13 years of retirement were really, really rough. Those are shenanigans, if you ask me. Absolutely. Not only that, Dave, but if you're that guy that retired in 2000 or even 2007, for that matter, when the market went down, if you're in the traditional Wall Street recommended portfolio of stocks and mutual funds, well, then you have to sell shares. And when you sell shares in a down market, you're selling principal and that principal is never going to come back. So the thing to remember is that when the market goes down in those big times, like the tech bubble or the financial crisis, sometimes it can take five to seven years to come back. And when you're in retirement, you don't have a long track record. You can't wait for the market to return in order to enjoy your retirement. Man, yeah, that's such a good point. And I think that what's coming to my mind is really kind of another category of shenanigans, Michael. And that is is that Wall Street seems to be enamored with the accumulation stage. And let's give our industry credit where credit's due. I mean, we need Wall Street. We need equities. We need to focus on capital appreciation where we're in that accumulation stage of our lives. But the problem that I have, the reason why I want to call this a new shenanigan, Michael, is because there seems to be an unhealthy focus on the accumulation stage to where there's a lack of attention to the decumulation stage of investing. And heck, the decumulation stage for our listeners who are facing retirement, that may be as many as 30 years. Why does Wall Street ignore that like they do? Yeah, that's a great question. And I really have an issue with that. And I want to talk about that in a little bit more detail. Hey, if you're listening to today's retirement income show, you may be a bit worried or even a little bit anxious, wondering if the shenanigans that Michael and I have been talking about are really a part of your strategy. Well, I want to let you know, I've got some good news for you. You can give me a call toll-free and request a free retirement risk review. And on that phone call, we're going to spend about 30 to 45 minutes together, and I'm going to begin to help you prioritize and figure out if any of the shenanigans we're talking about really apply to your situation. So just give me a call toll-free at 844-973-2559. That's 844-973-2559. Request your free retirement risk report today, and we'll spend some time making sure that Wall Street shenanigans are not going to be at all a part of your retirement. Welcome to the Retirement Income Show. I'm Dave Stearns and I'm here with Michael Easton and together we're having a great time co-hosting and driving the show called Wall Street's Shenanigan. One of the biggest concerns, Michael, I have when we have an unusual focus on the accumulation stage is people end up transitioning into retirement thinking it's okay to be invested the same way in the decumulation stage that they were in the accumulation stage. I really want our listeners to hear, Michael, before we wrap up this segment, could you just explain to our listeners what the danger is when you are trying to pull money out of your portfolio to survive in retirement, to thrive and live on, but yet you're invested the same way you were when you were accumulating for retirement? Oh, absolutely. I mean, when you're in the accumulation stage, your 20s to late 40s, well, you're taking advantage of down markets, right? You want to buy low and sell high. So even when the market drops, you're the systematic disciplined investor who's putting money in. That's called dollar cost averaging. And when the price of a stock is lower, then you can buy more shares. And when it rises, you've got more shares that rise with the market. The rising tide lifts all boats effect. 
tools you use are common stocks and stock funds. But those tools, if you continue with them and you go into the distribution stage, then you're doing something called reverse dollar cost averaging. When you're selling shares to generate income, that's reverse dollar cost averaging. And that's something that can destroy your retirement. It's the thing that makes people very, very nervous that you want to avoid like the plague. And Dave, we talked about a couple of specific areas here that are shenanigans on Wall Street, but I got to tell our listeners, you know, if you miss this next one, it could destroy your retirement. And you've got to think about the fact that you've got to plan for a 20 to 30 year retirement. So if you destroy it early, you've got a long way to live and we don't want you to live under a bridge. I'm Dave Stearns. I'm here with Michael Eastham and together we are your co-hosts for the Retirement Income Show, where we're really talking about Wall Street's shenanigans. And for those of you who might just be joining us, and if you missed part of today's episode, I want to let you know, we make it really easy for you to get caught up on today's episodes, or maybe, heck, you want to listen to some of the previously recorded Retirement Income Shows, just go to www.incomeisking.com. That's right, incomeisking.com. Dot com And there you can listen to the previous part of this episode. You can listen to previous episodes. Heck, you can even sign up for my monthly newsletter and watch some of our educational videos just to keep renewing your retirement mind. Again, that's incomeisking.com. Well, Dave, earlier in the program, I shared one of my personal shenanigans. And I think our listeners want to hear one of yours now. So it's your turn to lay it out on the table, buddy. Well, I'm still chuckling over here thinking about you at the bloody nose in high school with your It was my chin. It was my chin. chin. That's right. (laughs) Well, if our listeners are just joining us, they better get caught up on that one. But that's right. You know, Michael, I grew up in Indiana and we got a lot of snow. And behind our house, we had a ditch. Behind everyone's house, there was a ditch. And that ditch led to a highway. And I definitely was doing the wrong thing one day with a couple of my other gentlemen friends. We were all involved in this shenanigan together. But We started making an arsenal of snowballs and we kind of got below the bridge where the cars were coming. And we were those kids, you might even call them, you know, those turds. We were just throwing snowballs wide open at cars. That was really hilarious until one of the cars didn't think it was hilarious and stopped Michael. And this guy, he looked like a beast, got out of his car and started chasing all of us. And uh, I don't, I don't know how it happened, but somehow through the snow, I was able to disappear and escape by that shenanigan almost came in for a really bad ending, either for one of those robbers <laughs> or for me and my and my partners in crime. Man, yeah. actually, that is a good one. Definitely. Uh, yeah, it was, it was. But, you know, when our listeners are dialed in because we're really talking about shenanigans, you know, Michael, you talked about it before we went into the break, and that is there's really a recipe for running out of money in retirement. And you don't want to get victimized by this shenanigan. And what I really talk about is where Wall Street tries to engineer income rather than creating true income in retirement. I'm just afraid our listeners are kind of caught up in that cycle. So What kind of comes to your mind, Michael, for our listeners when we talk about that concept of forcing engineering income versus the true income method? Yeah, engineering income is real simple to understand when you realize that if you maintain the same investment strategy using common stocks and mutual funds and even ETFs in retirement, 
when you're in the growth stage of life, that's fine. The problem is when you need income from those instruments, you need to sell shares. And that's dangerous because none of us knows where the market's going to go. I don't have a crystal ball and I know you don't either, Dave. So trying to predict where the market's going to be is a real problem. You can use Monte Carlo simulators and all the probability stuff and hope to get it right. But the bottom line is if the market's going down and you're having to sell shares, you're increasing the number of shares you have to sell. That's what I alluded to earlier, reverse dollar cost averaging. And you don't want to do that when it comes to your retirement because you end up selling too much principal too soon. That's why our goal is to try to push out your need to sell principal until later in life when it's okay to do that. Yeah, that's so true. And you know, I like to tell folks that come and see me, look, when you sell shares to create income, those shares are gone. And, you know, right. the markets recover. That You don't have those shares to come back with. It's like land, right? They're not making it anymore. So once you start liquidating shares, then you're in the danger zone for running out of money. And one of the rules Wall Street loves to talk about, you and I talk about it sometimes together on this show, but it's that infamous 4% rule. You know, you kind of get that magic mixture of stocks and bonds as you leave accumulation going into decumulation. And that should work out fine for you until it doesn't. You know, the thing that I don't like about it is, Michael, you could put your retirement under your mattress and you could take 4% a year out for 25 years. Your mattress could do the 4% rule. As long as you don't get any loss or any growth, you got 20. Or your house doesn't burn down. Well, that's true. Assuming your house doesn't burn down. But that's kind of the shenanigans of Wall Street. People get kind of lulled to sleep by that magic 4%. And reality is, is if you're losing money and selling shares while you're still taking 4%, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. No, it's not. In fact, it's interesting to think about. I mean, if you're selling shares for retirement income and the market drops by 50%, using the 4% rule, that 4% magically turns into the 8% rule, meaning at a 50% loss, you have to sell twice as many shares at the bottom of the market as you did at the top to generate the same amount of income. And no advisor who's worth his salt is going to tell you that an 8% withdrawal rate is sustainable over a period of time. That's where it gets extremely dangerous. Hey, my listeners here in Georgia, Michael and I were really talking about trying to avoid engineering income in your retirement. We're definitely going to be defining true income method in just a minute. But I want to let you know, today is your lucky day. If you're listening right now, you have a chance to get the book called Common Sense Income Strategies, written by Michael Easton, our co-host, a CPA, a great friend, great advisor, Common Sense Income Strategies. It's really a simple step-by-step -step way to maximize your income in retirement. And in this book, Michael does reveal more of the shenanigans of Wall Street. Call me toll free at 8449. The word really, that's 8449-R-E-A-L-L-Y. Request the book, Common Sense Income Strategies. We'll get it FedExed out to you right away. My co-host and friend, Michael Easton, together, we're talking about Wall Street's shenanigans. Michael, really, we've done a good job of possibly disturbing our listeners thinking about engineering income. I want to let them know simply what the true income method is. It's not bond mutual funds because the true income method, there's a way to invest for our listeners where they can confidently know 
I'm going to take dividends and I'm going to take interest out of my investment portfolio. Therefore, I'm not going to be selling any shares to do that. Markets up, markets down. I've got stable dividends and interest coming in, but you can't do it through bond funds. The true income method involves really working with fiduciary advisors like us who do their own research, who can buy those individual corporate bonds, individual preferred dividend paying income stocks. Really, there's a world, Michael, of income generating investments where you can do the research, buy them individually, have control over the outcome, have control over the income. And our clients can know they can take a lot of attractive income from year to year without really disturbing the principal and not selling shares. That's the true income method in retirement. That's right. And I like the way you said that, controlling the outcome and controlling the income. That's really a great way to think about it. It's nothing that's new, folks. It's been around for years and years. In fact, your parents and grandparents probably participated in that. We're just talking about spending the interest and not spending the principal. That's the key thing. And there are certain types of instruments that you can use, like Dave just mentioned, individual bonds or bond-like instruments, preferred stocks, many different tools that can provide you some predictable income. You just have to realize that this is one of those things where you don't want to try it at home. You want to make sure that however you're doing it, that you've got the advice of a professional who at least can give you some good feedback before you jump into it. I can tell you that 95% of the financial advisors that are out there focus more on the accumulation stage of life. We tend to focus on the distribution stage of life because the majority of our clients are approaching retirement or they're entering retirement. And so understanding that distribution stage and the true income method, like Dave said, is really very, very important. You don't want to lose sight of that. Interest and dividends, dependable income are the tools that you want to use to support your retirement dreams and goals. I love it. Well, I really want to make sure you, my listeners, have a clear direction here about the things that Michael and I are talking about. And so I want to invite you to give me a call toll-free and request a complimentary retirement risk report. Well, we can really begin to break down the shenanigans we've been talking about on today's show and make sure that none of these shenanigans exist in your retirement planning. Again, I'd love to help you do that. Just give me a call toll-free, 844-973-2559. That's 844-973-2559 and request your free retirement risk report. I'll be happy to sit down and give you a call and we'll work through those shenanigans that we're talking about on today's show. Look, we're really glad you've joined us. I'm Dave Stearns and I'm here with my good buddy and friend, Michael Easton. Together, we are the Retirement Income Show and we're exposing the shenanigans of Wall Street. You know, Dave, we talked about my book, Common Sense Income Strategies. And one of the things that I tried really hard to do in that book is to avoid one of the shenanigans that Wall Street uses quite frequently. And that is not using plain English. A lot of times you talk to a financial advisor and they're on this high horse or they're in the ivory tower talking about, you know, alphas and betas and Monte Carlo simulators and all these kinds of things that just go right over most people's heads. That's not using plain English or condescending language that can be very intimidating to most consumers. We really try hard to avoid that Wall Street shenanigan, don't we? Yeah, we really do. And I, I know it sounds like we're coming down pretty harsh 
on our competitors in our industry, but I hear it from the folks that come and see me. I mean, I tell people once I'm on the whiteboard speaking in plain English, I'll look at them and I'll often say, you know, if you run a more traditional Wall Street trained business model, if you were in that person's office by now, the glossy pie charts and pie graphs will be all over the table and they just chuckle because they've seen it a million times. And the problem is those things look really good, but they really don't answer any questions, Michael. They tend to leave people with more questions about their own retirement. And that's really, from my estimation, that's a shenanigan of Wall Street that we need to help our listeners be able to see right through today. Not only is it intimidating, but Sometimes you hear all this information, you have no clue what they're talking about, and it makes you feel stupid. Yeah. You don't want that when you're talking about your retirement. You want to be able to understand in simple, plain English, what is the direction that we're taking? Why are we taking that direction? And that's one of the reasons why you and I spend so much time educating, whether it's the radio program, the retirement income show, or whether it's writing books, or whether it's teaching classes on finance and different things. It's all about trying to help our clients become educated so that they can make good informed decisions and feel comfortable that the direction that they're heading is going to support the retirement that they always dreamed of and deserve. Michael, I don't know where the time goes. It started with you jumping off the bleachers and then we got into shenanigans and uh, it went by fast. It's been a really great show. Hey, I got good news for our listeners and that is, guess what? It won't be long. We'll be back again. And until we meet again, hey, make it a great day in the Classic City. That's all the time we have for today. To speak with David Stearns, call 844-9-REALLY. That's 844-9-R-E-A-L-L-Y. Really. And for more information about our program, visit us online at IncomeIsKing.com. That's IncomeIsKing.com. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Stearns Retirement Group and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are not associated entities. Stearns Retirement Group is a franchise of Retirement Income Source, LLC. Retirement Income Source, LLC and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are associated entities.